All right, everybody, welcome to the podcast. We got special guest George Bloom with us today. George, welcome. Hey, Bobby, thanks for having me on again, man. Always a pleasure to come here to do some podcasts with you. Yeah, absolutely. And again, George, been on here before, so definitely welcome back. Um, big time realtor with Keller Williams. Um, obviously, one of the best in the industry based off sales and customer satisfaction, but we're going through difficult times right now, man. How are you coping with everything? How's everything going with you? Everything is going good. Yeah, as you said, we got this coronavirus going on here in Jacksonville and all around the world. So God bless everyone out there. And with these uncertain times, I think it's important just for me to stay educated throughout this whole process in these uncertain times. So then I can educate my buyers and educate my clients on what's going on. So just to give them a little clarity and reassurance that everything's, everything's still on track, everything's moving forward. Yeah, you want your buyers, you want your sellers, you want them to know that you're in the loop, that you've got a clear understanding as to what's going on, as best of an understanding as you can have. Correct. Yeah, it's important to stay calm. And for people who don't know, you know, it's important to ask a lot of questions. You know, I try to make myself available. So any clients that I'm working with right now, you know, I've sent all updated emails. It's very important for them to call and ask questions if they're unsure of anything, because I'm really here to help. Yeah, how, how has this affected your business so far? I mean, you're doing usually how many sales a month? you got a pretty lot going on. Uh, average five to ten deals a month. Uh-huh. Um, so definitely staying in contact with those clients as well. And, you know, a lot of people are asking because, you know, the Fed cut the rates down to a zero percent. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my clients are asking, you know, am I getting a zero percent interest rate and things like that? Uh, so just to be clear on that. Just because the Fed's cut the rates down to 0%, it doesn't mean that you're going to get a 0% interest rate. That would pretty much cut out lenders, so that would be impossible for lenders to give loans without making money for them to pay their loan officers, to pay them staff, to give the good customer service that they're giving. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I think a lot of people that are in the markets don't understand that, so I'm sure you're shedding a lot of light onto that for people throughout the course of your days. And... Um, you know, have, have you noticed a, a dip off in business right now? Are you doing less work? Are you doing more work? I think the market right now, I think in Jacksonville, it slowed down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But as I said before, I think that's just the kind of uh, people freaking out a little bit, the not cautious. staying calm. They're worried what's going on with the market. And I think you just got a call when I came in here about 20 minutes ago. Someone called you asking if they should sell their uh, rental properties. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a, it's a good call out right there. So, yeah, so I had somebody just give me a phone call um, a few hours ago basically asking me, you know, hey, uh, I'm really upset at what's going on right now. I'm thinking of selling my property. What do you think I should do? And my advice to them was basically, look, if you really do want to sell the property, ask your realtor to go sell it for a certain price point that you're comfortable with. And if you can get that price point on the sale, then do it, absolutely go and do it. However, if you're making more money on the rental income than you are on the mortgage, there's no need to rush, there's no need to sell it and get rid of it because at that point right there, you're going strong. You're going in a good direction right there. So that had been my feedback for them. What would you say to someone that's going through that situation that's talking about wanting to sell properties right now because they might be bugging out a little bit? Bobby, what you just said, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. You made an excellent point there. Uh, right now, just during these times, I think it's important, as you said, if you do have a mortgage on those properties and you are getting an income surpassing what the mortgage is per month and annual, you know, I see no reason to personally sell right now. Um, you have a few properties right now in Florida. Uh, what are your thoughts on you know, whether you should sell or not to sell with as the market's still staying strong, I would say, 
And especially the way rates are pretty low right now, I don't think the market's going to slow down all too much with the coronavirus. Yeah, so I have one property up here in Jacksonville that I was pretty excited to sell. Um, was getting a lot of good feedback on the property, a lot of people going to visit it and take looks at it. And then obviously, over the last two weeks, the coronavirus has, you know, has picked up a lot of steam, uh, a lot more conversation, a lot more negativity going on about it. So if I'm not able to get that price point that I want up here to sell it, at that point, I'm just going to look to put renters into it, make more money than what my mortgage actually costs, take that cash flow, enjoy it. Um, at the end of the day, too, anytime you're making mortgage payments, you're just putting money in your own pocket because you're paying yourself right there. So I think that that right there is probably one of my most favorite points about having a mortgage is you are just paying yourself at the end of the day. So we'll see, man. I'm playing it by ear. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking around, I'm looking at people like you. I'm looking at other big leaders in the industry and just asking for a lot of advice, asking for a lot of good feedback. Um, the current property that I'm living in right now, um, the home that we're in right here. I mean, at this point right now, you know, the, the value had gone up a little bit. Maybe it dips down a little bit, but I'm comfortable living here because... You know, if we needed to move somebody in, I think the apartment complex across the street has homes going for $3,000 a month, which is more than the mortgage, uh, $3,000 a month, which is more than the mortgage cost here. So it would be easy to move renters in here at this point. And again, I think that's, you know, one of the important things for listeners to understand on a real estate podcast like this is there's a lot of ways to get paid. There's a lot of ways to put money in your pocket when you're in real estate. And, um, you know, I've been involved with it now for about three years. I think you've been involved with them for about the, about, about the same amount of time. It's very interesting all the ways you can make money. Yeah, in about three estate. to four years, correct. And you're involved with it from the real, you're involved from the realtor side. I'm just, I'm an investor. That's all I am when it comes to this right here. But correct. at the end of the day though, one of the nice things about partnering up with somebody like you is you get to understand a lot more of the fine details. You know, another question I would like to put out with you is, you know, first off, how are your clients taking everything during this time and you'll give me a specific example of something that's been going on with you lately a uh, quick example I actually put together a deal today uh, the buyers actually from Las Vegas Nevada they're staying with a friend down here about an hour away and she's actually driving up to work here at one of the hospitals here in Jacksonville and you know they moved here they're gonna purchase a home her husband's actually deployed right now in the Navy and she was asking if she should just rent right now, you know, depending on all the stuff that's going on. She's really scared about the coronavirus, if that's going to, you know, crash the housing market or something like that. And she was a little worried. So it was really my job just to educate her on what's going on and just keep her informed, especially of the housing market, um, current interest rates and things like that. Uh, when we went under contract today, uh, the loan officer was able to lock her in at a 3.5% interest rate. And a 3.5% interest rate for any of the listeners out there who purchase a home, they you know that's a great rate. Right. So no buy-down points or anything like that. She just strictly got locked in at 3.5%. New construction? Uh, it wasn't new construction. It was a secondary home. Uh, they wanted a little bit of land. So they found a piece of land with about two acres and with a pool. So they're really happy with that. And when they were originally looking, they were calculating on a mortgage calculator online with rates going at 4%. So they were thinking they were only available to purchase a certain amount because they wanted to keep their monthly payment down. So a $250,000 mortgage at 2.5% interest rate versus a $250,000 mortgage at a 4% interest rate, those payments are really going to fluctuate a couple hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. So what that low interest rate got her because the Fed did drop the rates. Now, not saying you can get a 0% interest rate on your mortgage. 
However, you can get as low as 3.5, 3.25 right now, or as little as 2.5, you know, depending on what you're purchasing and where at, depending on the lender. And that's why I think it's important that people reach out to a qualified realtor like yourself. And it's important they do research in an area before they go in, Googling um, you know, best realtors in Jacksonville or best realtors in whatever city they choose and actually vetting through all those reviews that a realtor has because what you just said over the course of two minutes, um, it's a lot of information for a lot of people to take in. Def definitely. So that's why I think it's really important just as myself as a realtor to be connected in the real estate industry with you know all the people that make that happen for those buyers and sellers. You know, We have the lenders, we have the title companies and the attorneys. You know, it's important to be connected and follow up with them on a day-to-day -day basis so you're up to date on their statuses on how we can help our buyers and sellers keep educated and keep up to date. And I've watched you at work. You do really get in touch with anybody that's involved in the process. If it goes to the title company, you get in touch with them if you need to. If it goes somewhere else, you get in touch with them. You're there for your customers no matter what. Yeah, and I think that's important. You know, imagine a first-time home buyer. They have no idea what's going on. You got to be there to make sure everything is explained every step of the way, or you might have an investor who's purchased 25 properties. You have to definitely be in touch with title companies, lenders, all the details. Fine details are important. So they went secondary home. Um, did you try to push them towards a new home construction, or what was that like? Uh, what I like to do is, you know, whether a client's looking for a new construction home or a secondary home, and for those listening that don't really know what a secondary home is, we just call those homes that people have may already lived in, maybe a few years older, whatnot. Um, but it's really important, I think, to help the clients understand all their options and to lay all their options out on the table so then they can make the best decisions for them and their family. So whether looking for new construction or secondary homes, get that criteria down, put it together for the new construction and secondaries. You know, it's really up to them at the end of the day to make that decision. They're, they're getting that mortgage. They're signing on that dotted line. Just make sure they feel comfortable. I've always been a fan of the new constructions, but what are some of the benefits of going with a, with a secondary home? I think there's pros and cons to a secondary home and a new construction. Uh, with a lot of the secondary homes, my clients that usually get the secondary homes, they might want a community with no HOA fees, no mm. CD. They want a larger lot. They want, mm. oh, we, we don't want them to see anything less than two acres. A lot of new construction communities and I don't want to say cookie cutter, but the lots are usually 50 to 60 true. foot, mm -hmm. 50 to 60 foot lots. So with those secondary homes, you can usually get a bigger lot size, maybe an acre or two or even larger like that if you get further outside the city. And why is that? What is going on with a lot of the cookie cutter homes that we see here? Like a lot of times, like you said, the secondary homes, you get more property. Why are the, why is the new constructions really not putting out that much property on them? Yeah, I think for the new construction here and many of you might not know, but Jacksonville right now is the second or third largest city right now with new construction homes being built. Just last year, in the year 2019, there was over 10,000 new construction homes built in Jacksonville alone. And that, that's a lot that's of homes. That's a solid amount, yeah. That's 10,000 new homes. So, and that's just what sold. I'm sure, you know, probably double that was already started to be built and closed in 2020. Right, and then when you come and you're looking at the benefits of new construction, there's a lot of benefits in new construction. What are some of your favorites? Uh, one of the benefits is I really like are those warranties. When you get in with the right builder and the right home and community, you're going to be 100% well protected with all the warranties they have. You have a, you know, usually you have a 30-year roof warranty, a 25-year on the siding, 
uh, depending on what kind of siding you get. Most builders here are using a hardy board, which is a cementuous board construction on the outside exterior of your home. And I think that's a great warranty to have, you know, 25 years on the outside of your home versus a wood product or a stucco product on plywood. I think that's important. So usually right now, I just personally do a construction home. I got 10 years on my HVAC, um, a two-year bumper-to-bumper warranty. And I mean, the bumper-to-bumper warranty, look at it like this. If your doorknob falls off in a year and a half or your door comes loose or something like as little as that, they're going to come in there and take good care of you. That's nice because you go into a secondary home, you're not going to get that kind of treatment at all. Yeah, 99.9% of the time, you're not getting a home warranty with your secondary home or you're not getting you know, shingle coverage or things like that unless something was replaced recently. When purchasing a secondary home, I think it's very important to purchase a non-standard home warranty. Usually those run anywhere from $400 up to $1,200 and they can pretty much cover anything like a new construction home. Would. Right. So you get in there for say for some reason your HVAC breaks down in the first three months in the middle of summertime. You don't have four grand just to go get a new system. If you have that home warranty, that small investment, say $700, $500 home warranty, you're going to be covered on that. And I like that. See, I think that's when you're looking at somebody like you that understands all these ins and outs, not all realtors know all those ins and outs, right? Correct. And I think that's what helps really separate you from a lot of the other folks that are out there is that you're really getting down to all these fine details. And that's what makes your customers loyal to you. Correct. And when I work with a lot of buyers, what I try to do is when we are writing that contract for the secondary home, I think it's very important to have in the contract, you know, seller to credit a certain amount of money, not only for their closing costs, but their home warranty as well. Usually I use a 210 home warranty, a good rep in Jacksonville. Her name's Trish Spivey. Uh, she writes a lot of warranties and I've had nothing but success with her. I uh, get emails all the time and I usually get updates and these emails actually have the client's name and the address. Hey, we just credited this buyer $300. We just credited this buyer. They got a new AC unit. We sent a plumber out there to fix a plumbing issue. And the only thing that I think that you have to pay is a $75 service fee. And some of the warranties, if you get the good ones like the $700, you don't even pay a service fee. So literally someone's coming to fix your thing on your property and you're not paying anything just for that initial payment for that home warranty. And you started touching on your current property that you had. How's everything going with that, man? That was a big purchase for you. Everything's going great. Uh, no issues yet. Really enjoying it. I got that last September 2019. Really enjoying it right here off Town Center Parkway here by the St. John's Town Center. A lot of development over here, which is great. Not only a retail and commercial space, but we're soon to see a new you know, single family home and townhouse development right on. So you've seen a lot of good value rise as well too in your current property, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, they're selling homes, you know, plus 20, 30, $40,000 plus what I purchased already. Uh, that's why I think it's important to get in at the right time. So once they put the new community up near 202 and Kernan, right across the highway here on the corner, southeast corner at 295 and 202. Yeah, I think the starting price over there is going to start at the single family side at 500,000. And that's only going to increase our homes over on this side as well. And talking about the right time to buy, I mean, there's got to be people that are like, this, this, this can't be the right time to buy now. We got the, the virus going around. This is the wrong time to buy. And I think that's when you kind of come in and let somebody know that, you know, this might be a very good time to buy. Correct. You know, if you're getting in the threes interest rates and the high twos, that's golden opportunity. 
I remember my dad purchased a house in the 1980s and he had a 12% interest rate and he thought that was good. Mm-hmm. He thought a 12% yeah. was good. So for us to be in the threes and the twos and right. people crying about, you know, being, you know, 3.75, you know, we need to be happy right now because if we're looking in the past, this is a record low interest rates and in the history of the United States. Right. You don't know how much longer that's going to be available for us, so it's good to start asking those questions. It's good to start learning. Um, definitely a difficult time period right now. Um, definitely want to thank you for coming on, George. You know, talked a lot about you know what you have going on, what you've been helping your clients with, um, what you've been recommending to people, some of the future things you have going on. Um, looking forward to having you back on here soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, Bobby, once again. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate it. And Bobby Ty, thanks for the podcast, man.